That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with. Do a lot for others, not for This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors, and you logged on to 10th year seniors.com. I'm Draymond Green, forward for the Golden State Warriors, and you log on to 10th year seniors.com. Wrapped up in for you. Kids grow up scars that are rubbed down with oil. And life didn't change a bit, but I can't grow apart. But those are my pushes. There it is. Redemption for Golden State. We had guidance. We was more blessed than others. We was the deepest family. Nobody had more cousins. The street lights were flickering. So in terms of the worst game-winning shot attempts we've seen, up to this point in our life, Carlton Banks was the clear-cut number one. If you remember, he was sick and tired of Will getting all the shine. Carlton was a middling basketball player for Bel Air High. I think he was maybe backup point guard, six-man off the bench, something, to, the, something to that effect. Will came in from Philly and just took the entire school over, took the team over. Kind of like how Kawhi came to Toronto, took the entire team, the entire city over. And this was his one shining moment. And <laughs> Kyle Lowry had it perfectly lined up. They double-team your superstar. Kawhi has to get rid of it. Kicks it to you in the corner. The same shot all of us have been shooting in the backyard since the first time we went to basketball camp. He probably said it in his head. Lowry gets the ball. Three, two, one. Behind the backboard. <laughs> Behind the backboard. I've seen really bad misses with the game on the line. I've never seen somebody shoot the ball behind the backboard. Yeah, you almost shooting. You might as well shoot an air ball. Yeah, an air ball would have been more acceptable. Because you'd be like, oh, he was rushing. No, the man shot. I know. Oh, by the way, guys, welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is Long Range Two Pointers, and we have a game six. Before we even get into what happened in game five in Toronto, I gotta say, I'm sorry, my Canadian listeners, our Canadian friends. Shout outs to y'all. I know there were so many parties planned because I know what it's like when you have an impending championship on the horizon. You don't just wait until the game is over. Everybody had parties lined up. They had tables booked at clubs and bars all over the city. Everyone was fired up and ready to go. Everyone was on Drake's IG seeing where he's going. Where is he going? Everybody was just waiting. But even if you weren't able to get in a party in the vicinity near Drake, because only so many people could do that, everybody had their own little stuff lined up. And all of that just went by the wayside. Because now... I'm not paying for no table now. What we could do? Just go drinking on a regular Monday. We got a game on Thursday. It's work tomorrow. It's work. I mean, I guess. But you it know was going to be work tomorrow yeah. anyway. Toronto <laughs> was going to be wild. I think they would have had a won. national holiday tomorrow if they won. They would have just that been like, true. you know what? We already had the bill placed in uh, Parliament, and we're going to just, you know, make it a holiday. Yo, I know, all the Jurassic parks are always full, right? But this night was different. Standing room in the rain, booked to capacity. People could barely move when they were showing that. They they were showing the the clips of the various Jurassic parks. I was looking at those people like, yo, they watched the entire game like this, shoulder to shoulder, just waiting on this celebration. Nineteen years in the making, and Kyle twenty five or yes, my bad, twenty five yeah. years in the making, or however long it was, this long ass time. And Kyle Lowry shoots the ball behind the backboard. Kyle's going to be Kyle. I mean, that's, that's, look, we always said that he dead, right? Yes. That, that is, you know what? 
And we were justified today. He took the throne from Kevin Love for you. Because you didn't have much reason to talk about Kevin Love this year. He's still dead. Yeah, but he was out there in Cleveland and nobody was concerned about it. Yeah, and but, okay, if you told any Raptors, and I guarantee this, you tell any Raptors fan that Kyle Lowry, last second shot to win the game, will you take it? I mean, shoot, you take anybody with a last second shot exactly. to win the game at that point. But behind the barboard what we were saying in the car right here this is the potential of a meltdown yeah. i feel that this could be a meltdown situation granted let's just get this out of the way kevin durant on the warriors 100 times better series would have been done for the raptors yo and we we plan to just talk about kd for maybe the first 15 20 minutes of this podcast but the kyle lowry thing just came from out of nowhere and forced me to switch things up but Listen, the story of the game was Kevin Durant coming back. We, we knew that he was working on this insider information targeted game four. Game four didn't pan out. Game five, he was going to have to come back. And people are going to question whether he should have, whether he's mortgaging his future for the present right now. Look, as a competitor, <laughs> you can say what you want about Kevin Durant in terms of him like arguing with people on the internet. You may not like his attitude. You may not like his choice playing for the Warriors. But as a competitor... There's no way Kevin Durant was going to let this team get eliminated without at least giving it a try. Yeah, no, and it's... We'll go back to the... He's first a competitor, right? Also, when you play a team sport, you... You know, you have 11 other people you have, that's to, what, you have to deal with. And like, that's what I kept saying. Like, people kept looking at it as a selfish decision. But at the same time, though, these are dudes he's been going to war with for the past three years. These are dudes he's won two championships with. They've been working an entire year, and it all comes down to this. And you know that when you were healthy, you were the best player in the NBA. Like, people talk about the playoff run that Kawhi is having, and it's a historic, great playoff run. Not to take anything from Kawhi, but Kevin Durant was doing better up until he got hurt. Oh, yeah, no. Kevin Durant, if... And it's sad, because if Durant had not gotten injured... The numbers he was putting up was gaudy. Like, yeah. they were just insane. It wasn't like a, oh, you know, he Kyle Lowry having one good game. Yo, remember, guys, remember those first few minutes that we just watched? That's been the Warriors all the time. That's in the a last month three years. off of basketball. A exactly. month off of basketball, and look what KD did. The, uh, p- people was like, oh, I don't know how he's going to come back. I said, if I can't, if I, listen, I could not shoot a basketball for a month and I could still make my jumpers. You don't think Kevin Durant can? I'm nobody. He's Kevin Durant. He'll be fine. And he was better than that. I just wish he played like Danny Green plays. If Kevin Durant played like Danny Green plays, that injury probably doesn't happen. But then again, you can't take away what makes him special. And what makes him special is he's a seven-foot guard. So he tried to Look, take somebody off the dribble. And people got to realize he was playing defense too. It wasn't like he was just playing offense. He was adjusting shots. He was blocking shots. Like He was on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, on, in all honesty... Really didn't have an answer for for quite, but also let's just say it. As much as we love Canada, a giant fuck you to all the Canadian fans that were cheering um, Kevin Durant's injury. That, also, that, that, a giant yeah. fuck you to the people in Fusion who were cheering an injury on Kevin Durant. Yeah, that 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 was bullshit, dog. So, listen, I knew it would be a special night because Steph came out in a three piece suit. 
Yeah, you said that from the jump. Steph came out in a three-piece suit, and I was like, oh, sh- something's going on here. Is that is that Vest double-breasted? What What's happening right now? And then he played like it. Maybe oh, yeah, no. Like, the other game he played was, was whew, terrible compared to this, you know? On the line, granted, our boy Ricardo was just like, now we got to look at the clutch factor for <laughs> I mean, look. And we're, we're going to get to Clutch Factor and how that fourth quarter played out. But just a storyline over the game. The Warriors came out playing like... Warriors basketball. Yeah. What we're used to watching. Dan Lebertard has been saying it for... Well, since this thing started five years ago, the Warriors with their backs against the wall when they are afraid are the greatest thing to watch in basketball. Because they are at the height of their powers. They play... They take it up an, another notch... When the game was on the line. And their season was on the line. and they Everything just came, was on the line. They came out and made their first six threes. KD made two. Clay made two. Steph made one. And I think Draymond made the other one. Yeah. They made their first six threes straight off the bat. They wasn't joking. That, I mean, that's, that's what Warriors basketball was. And Toronto took that first punch and stayed with them. As Toronto may have not been shooting the ball well from beyond the arc. And they didn't shoot the ball well from three the entire night. They had a better three-point shooting game than the Warriors in game four. This was not it. They shot eight for 32, 25%. There's I mean, two things like about this, especially when it comes to shooting. Like, As much as people hate, I really believe the referees were making some terrible calls. And that's what kept the Raptors, especially in that first half, because they like shot twice as many free throws as... As yeah. the Warriors. There were a couple calls that you could just be like, just like the Clay Thompson thing. It when, felt when, like when 06 to- Wade yeah. for a lot of this game. It felt like 06 Wade. I'm not I'm not going to say there was a vested interest on either side, but particularly in that last minute, boy, she felt a little 06 Wade. Well, she felt 06 Wade to me almost the, oh, well, not the whole game, but Kawhi was getting every single call. Like, you cannot watch the game and say, oh, the refs cheated the, the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, I mean, people are gonna just try to make people just say it. Yeah, but but okay, so you have you have KD in the game, and KD comes out like we mentioned, shooting it very well, playing very well. In twelve minutes, right there, he scores eleven. Like Steph had a sneaky twenty three in the first half, where I don't even think much people noticed that Steph had an amazing game, and right away you could see the Raptors had to defend Golden State differently with KD on the floor. There was no more box in one. You couldn't trap anybody because you had three of their shooters out there. So it opened up the floor for everything else. Vintage Splash Brothers game. This was the game that they had to have. Steph yeah. goes for 31, 8, and 7. Clay goes for 26. They combined to shoot, da 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 quick mats. They were 12 Very of good. 27 from 3. Very so good. combined 12 for 27. But okay, what three. they shoot from 3, it was in 40% range? Yeah, as a team? Yeah. Uh, yeah, as a team, the Warriors shot 47. So if you look at all the other games, I think the highest was like 31%. Granted... It was still a close game. Like, the Raptors aren't a bad team. The Raptors like, are an amazing we, we team. We know this. But, and I said it, even though the game's over, and I was like, Kevin Durant won this game for them. Yeah, they, he it, did. It was, it's, it's just that. Kevin Durant, even though he only had 11 points, he won the game. And the Raptors stayed in the game, like you mentioned, because they got to the free throw line almost at will. And 
Golden State did not have an answer for Marcus All early. I actually thought the Raptors should have went to him more because he scored about thirteen to fifteen in that first quarter, and, and he was finished. hitting jump. He was hitting th- well, threes. Yeah, he, he wasn't really jumping, but he was hitting threes. He only finished with seventeen, and he got that seventeen on six shots. No, so I mean, somebody that's playing somebody that's playing that efficient. I don't know. Maybe you look to get him more involved in the offense because you needed that other guy to step up. In each one of the games that the Raptors won, we looked to a role player and said, you can airmark it and say this is their game. The Siakam game was game one. The Danny Green and Kyle Lowry game, game three. The Ibaka game was game four. I don't see who was that. They didn't have that person in this game, unless you want to say it's Marcus All, but it was a balanced effort, but still, it it wasn't that person that had... The standout game that completely turned things around. Yeah, you you had a balanced effort, but not the uh, the role player that exceeded their powers and had a superstar effort. But you know who exceeded their powers this game? Your boy, number zero. <laughs> I don't know. What you, I don't know what you're talking about. I expect him to drop thirty. Oh, I wish these people saw Demarcus Cousins healthy because I still feel like they don't know. They don't know the casual basketball fan. Does not know. I promise you, people are watching this thinking they are watching DeMarcus Cousins. This ain't even him. No, DeMarcus Cousins, like, 100% healthy DeMarcus. He was the best big man in the league when he was healthy. This ain't even him. I promise y'all. No, you're right. When If there was DeMarcus Cousins on the Kings playing... Anyway... <laughs> Thank you, Draymond Green, for actually taking wide open three-pointers that the team is leaving you. You get paid, what, doesn't he have like an $86 million contract? He gets a lot of money. You get paid a whole lot of money, and your triple-doubles are cute and nice and all, and your defense and your antics. By the way, don't pick up no more goddamn technicals. Oh, yeah. All of that is cute, but how about you take a wide open three-pointer, okay? You have to take it. Even if you're missing it, you have to take that just so the Raptors' defense can play on us. Pascal Siakam completely changed the Warriors' thought process in game one of this series because he was taking those shots. He changed the way they play. You got to shoot him. Van Fleet changed the way the Warriors play the Raptors because he, he's taking those shots. Gasol, the same thing. You got to shoot the ball. Draymond Green, shoot the goddamn ball. There, there was a part of the game. I don't know which part because it's all a blur now because Clay Thompson and Yamal, you know, <laughs> hitting them threes. Eating that conch salad. That's sweet belt, boy. <laughs> but there was a point in the game. I where, shouted that for no reason, by the way. Where uh, oh, you were one of them. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help but it. There was a point. It was um, Iguodala gave up an open three pointer, and then it was a turnover, and that started the run. I think for Toronto mm-hmm. at, towards the end of the game, and it's just like, as you said, Draymond needs to, sh- needs to shoot the ball, but the Warriors just need to know they can shoot the basketball too because. If, like you say, Draymond's hitting threes, spot threes, Iguodala's hitting spot threes. Now, all of a sudden, who are you guarding? Like, you, you have to be honest with everyone. That was the formula that led Dallas to beating the Heat. That was the formula that led San Antonio to beating the Heat. This is the formula that balanced teams play. That's, that's why the Raptors are up in this series, because every single person on that floor is a threat. You can't have any... You can't be playing three on five on offense. It's not going to work. Every single Raptors player that's out there is a threat to score, except for those two minutes when they play Pat McCall. 
But Bro, everybody else, though, is a threat. Did you to not score. see when Pat McCarr had the open shot? Oh, he was and, like, get this ball and, yeah. the entire fuck out of my hand. I am not shooting this. Get the shit away from me. That was this hilarious. moment is too big for me. What is actually hilarious, though, is Pat McCaw is going for a three-peat. I know. He might like, get this third ring. Crazy. Like, what a great franchise. Like, you know, the Norse call of our time. Pat McCaw go over his three-peat. But, uh, so KD has that, that great, for and that great first quarter into the second, you know, every time he went to the ground, I think we both held our breath because you were every single to see time if he got up, and then he tries to make a move. I think it was on Ibaka, and you just see on the replay, you see the calf jiggling. You're like, yeah, that's done. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's done. At that point, the Warriors are up 39-34, But like you mentioned, out of nowhere, Demarcus Cousins comes in and. Gives this team an immediate lift. No, he was what like that's what I think that the fans booing gave a spark to that inspired the Warriors. Yeah, and it also I think because let's be honest, Demarcus Cousins had had a lot of bad luck, and yeah. he was probably the, he felt that for him. Yeah, because Demarcus Cousins was somebody who was on top of their game, seeking a max contract, had the Achilles injury, but signed with Golden State, got injured again, rehab just to make this playoff run because in nine years he'd never been in the playoffs. Then you get hurt again. So I think he understands and he felt what that was like for, for KD. And all of them, the Warriors to a man, I think they took up that mantle like we have to extend this and do this for him. Because Mark Jackson made a very good point. I've never seen players walk with an injured player to, yeah, to, the, locker to the locker room like that. The Shoot. trainers go, they stay out on the floor, and they take care of business. But you had a superstar in Steph Curry and a starter in Andre Iguodala, a de facto team leader, walk Kevin Durant back to the locker room just trying to, I guess, be there for him and a show of support. You just got to hope that it isn't a, um, like a tear. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just obviously looking ahead, Kevin Durant is not going to... The first... I guess the entire duration of this series was watch when KD comes back, watch when KD comes back. Well, now we know he's not coming back. What effect do you think that'll have on on Toronto, though? I mean, because I know you said this is the kind of game that you lose where you could be shook. This is the kind of game where you don't know what you're going to get. It could be the beginning of a collapse. I would say that under normal circumstances, but this is different because... While you lost a very winnable game, a game that could have brought the first NBA title to your city, you know that that team just lost their best player. Yeah, I mean, having Kawhi hopes because he's just that person who's going to be like, just got to go win. And that's going to be his statement, probably. Like, yeah. It isn't going to be anything spectacular. I mean, his statement should be, honestly, I don't know why uh, Lowry was shooting that ball at the end of the game. <laughs> that should have been me. Like, well, I will say this, though. Kawhi did dribble into that double team he, he he dribbled into that double team though. i don't care if that as i said i was playing four men down low one Kyrie uh leonard at the top yeah and whatever happens happens i'm not gonna lie uh if i'm Kawhi, you gotta shoot that with seven people on you yeah everyone Seven Everyone. people on you. Even if KD came back in the game and he just threw one of his crutches at you, you still take that shot. So you got the five on the court, KD throwing a crutch. You could bring uh, Mr. Cooper from Hanging Mr. Cooper. 
because he was a big time Warriors player. You could bring him also in there to play defense. Bring back Mitch Richmond, Chris Mullen, and everybody. Tim Hardaway. All of them. Bring the entire run TMC. Everybody in Warriors history. Uh, Byron Davis, Jason Richardson, whoever you want. Steven Jackson and Kawhi Leonard should still take that shot, even with all those people guarding him. Bro, you could put Jesus on him, and I'll be like, take the damn shot. I mean, Jesus had a, a serious birth, though, and that was in sandals. Like, Jesus probably had, like, a legit 53-inch vert in sandals. Yeah. And then water into wine, so. Water into wine. And then, like, feeding to the 5,000. Like, feeding to the 5,000, I would say he's shooting 85% from three. So he's, like, Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet could have... I would have rather him chuck the shot up. Oh, if Fred Van Fleet shot that, the series is over. We are celebrating right now in Toronto if Fred Van Fleet had that shot and not Kyle Lowry. I'm going to tell you this, guys. We're going to see Lowry suck a lot. (laughs) No, he's going to talk to DeMar DeRozan. He'll be fine. No, that that ain't going to help him. DeMar could just be like, but you fucked up, bro. You you let down a whole country right By there. By the way, Canada is relentless with these DeMar DeRozan, DeRozan signs. Because I saw another one that said, we sacrificed the lamb to get the goat. And then they had the picture of, of Ka- Kawhi. I'm like, come on. Y'all leave DeMar DeRozan alone, man. He gave y'all a great eight or nine year run. I mean, tried his best. I guess. Good job. Good effort doesn't get you anywhere. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. And Ask LeBron that. We could talk about how this means so much to LeBron again, as our usual on every podcast. But it's really make you see how good LeBron is. But LeBron, great. Because the first thing we did is we looked at... Because, okay, if we're studying how to come back from a 3-1 deficit, the only one we can look at is when LeBron did it against the Cavs. I mean, against the Warriors. So we looked at what happened in Game 5. It wasn't close. LeBron blew the Warriors out. I think they won by like 15, but... That was one of those ones where the the actual game wasn't as close as the margin indicated. They were up by mid-20s for most of that game. LeBron was able to rest. Yeah, LeBron was able to rest. Also, looking at that box score, it made me see exactly <laughs> why Draymond Green and everybody went to the Hamptons to get Kevin Durant. Because Harrison Barnes played 38 minutes and scored five. Harrison Barnes, now he's a staple on the Kings. Oh, yeah, we got to be cool with him. Don't want to see it. Okay. You cannot tell the story of this game without talking about the near Kawhi moment that we all had. Kawhi Leonard had a stretch in the fourth quarter that was going to be remembered forever. Boy. It was going to be one of the greatest finals moments that we have seen. And adding to everything that he's put together during the rest of this playoff run... It was going to be solidified, like all the Jordan, all the Kobe comparisons, maybe the Dwayne Wade comparison with the finals that he had against the Mavericks. All of that was solidified with that two-minute stretch run that Kawhi Leonard had when he was basically God on the floor. He had a pair of pull-up threes. He had a rebound and a putback. It was a pull-up jumper. And then from out of nowhere, Kawhi Leonard just reels off like eight or ten points. And it looked as... At that same time, Steph Curry was missing sh- uh, threes short front end of the rim, and it just looked like the Warriors were done. It looked like that game was completely over. And then Kyle Lowry. <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Kyle, Kyle Lowry. And, but you know what? The refs were on the opposite side of that, by the way, because I hate when referees come into the discussion, right? I don't want... 
I don't want the referees to ever be a talking point. And especially around the NBA, it's always a very touchy subject. But that last minute had some bogus-ass calls. Yeah, no, definitely. It's. It, I'm not even going to say questionable. It was bogus. And that's the problem that I'm going to have with these... Everyone who says, oh, these referees cheating, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Yeah, they cheating, but for the Raptors. That's all it is. Like, watching today's game, and the one play that's going to stand out is Clay Thompson had who, who uh, it was Lowry in the, he was posting him up, and Lowry goes and push him, literally, had to have been six seconds later. They call a foul on, um, same thing, on the opposite end. It, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that that kind of thing. So within that, I think one of the biggest players within that last minute was, so the Raptors are up three at that point when DeMarcus Cousins gets the tip. Steph Curry goes for the three to tie it. He misses it. DeMarcus Cousins gets the putback. Dunk, by the way, which is amazing, <laughs> given the fact that Boogie Cousins has not been able to jump two inches off the floor this entire series. It's so funny because we were talking about that. um because Tom was at the game and we were talking about it. And it was like, bro, he can't jump. And he's just like, yep. But he got that dunk, though. Like, he summoned that from out of nowhere. And that's the difference between when these players are playing with their season on the line and when they're normally playing. Because early in that game, he posted up Siakam and he sealed him pretty well. Draymond Green goes over the top, and DeMarcus Cousins had all the space in the world to dunk that, tried to get up, but he had to end up laying it up, right? No, he put that down. He went up, and he dunked that, and he was like the basket away. You you know what he said when he dunked that? Kentucky. Yes. That's what he said. I mean, that's what I was saying the entire game. Like, I was turning around and telling people, he's a wildcat. He's a wildcat. I was in the same Bay Blue Nation. They probably thought I was talking about the Warriors. I don't care. But that's (laughs) that's that's just what it was. So that basket gets wiped away, and it looked like that ball was clearly rolling off the front of the rim. I yeah, I thought that that was a terrible call. Um, so that goes that way. The goaltending they got right when yeah. Kyle Lowry drove to the basket, and he blocked it off the backboard. They didn't no make a call there. The goaltending they got right. But right after they called Boogie for the, the basket interference, he gets called for a moving screen, and it just looks like things are unraveling. Draymond Green picks up his fifth foul trying to guard Kawhi because it's nearly impossible to guard Kawhi without fouling, unless your father is a Bahamian basketball icon. And I wrote this down because this is what the Lady Fusion said happened to Klay Thompson late in that game that really summoned that performance. Between game four and five, he came back home for one... Conk salad and one beer. One conk salad and one beer. One conk salad and one beer. That's all it takes. She said any beer. One conk salad, one Bahamian beer. That's all you need. That's all you need. And apparently that's all you needed because Clay played. We we were just talking about the two minutes that Kawhi Leonard had that probably changes the tra- trajectory of NBA history, but. Clay played amazing defense on him from that stretch moving forward. He forced him into a very tough shot that gave uh, the Warriors an opportunity to get back into that game. One thing about Clay, very impressive in defense. Like it's it's crazy how um he just looks so lazy. Uh, he's not lazy, but he just yeah. looks like yeah, I know what you mean. You know, nonchalant type he's thing. He's an easygoing kind yeah. of character. He doesn't take 
he takes his craft seriously, but the things around basketball, he's he doesn't take it seriously as the average superstar. So when you see him talk about, you know, when they asked him in the press game, uh, the pregame press conference, and he did the Kawhi laugh, and people were, oh no, Kawhi's gonna go off now. That's just that's Clay's character. Yeah, I'm going to have fun with this. I play a game for a living. Did you not see when he did an interview with us and he was eating fruit? Yes, everybody saw when he did that interview with us. I mean, that is him. I like, like how you always plug your product, though. Yeah, you got to. You got to plug your product. So, so st- uh, the Splash Vintage Splash Brothers game, they both hit big threes down the stretch. And when Clay hit the one to go ahead, Fusion was insane. You're never in a million years going to see us hate on our boy Clay. Oh, hell no. I will root. I will openly root for Clay Thompson every time. Like I, I don't care. Yeah, no, Clay is the. Vol- I don't even get when people root against him anyway. But when he when he made that three, something came over everybody in Fusion, and for some Bahamian reason, Pride. I, for, for some reason, I just blurted out that sweet belt's effing son. Like I don't know, it came from out of nowhere. I turned into that guy. I don't know how, but I did. I mean, yeah, but it's Clay. That's like when Buddy hits a three, like. What's That's your true. go-to? Your bitch? Yeah, that is my go-to, yeah. actually, when Buddy gets to three. So, and that happened 600 times in the last three years. Yeah. <laughs> 601. Oh, let's look ahead to game six. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Kevin Durant is out for game oh, six. Oh, Kevin, Kevin Durant's <laughs> done, John. Like, we know. There's no more questioning if Kevin Durant's coming yeah, back. Yeah. Unfortunately... I would have loved to have seen the series at full strength with Kevin Durant playing. Because Kevin Durant is a month off of basketball and look what he did. A month off. Everyone's just like, oh, he's going to be rusty. No. He was he was balling. That's what he was doing. He came out there and he just he wanted the ball in his hands and shoot. But it's just that those stupid movements called athleticism. Yeah. It's not... It's not going to happen. So there's no more wait. There's no more waiting on KD to come back. The Warriors that you saw were the Warriors that are going to have to get this done if they can complete this this run of history. And it feels it feels great in the moment right now. But I I think Toronto is the better team at this point. No, Toronto is the better team. Like. Minus Kevin Durant. Yeah, without KD, Toronto Toronto is the better better team. team. Because here's the thing, though. We haven't gotten... We haven't seen the back-to-back good games from Boogie. So if he reverts to what he was in Game 3 and 4 in Game 6, then they don't have a chance. Because when you look at it, he's the third scorer when KD's not there. So if you don't... If he can't summon that great performance again, where is the point... Where's the? How do you make up for what Kevin Durant would be able to score? Because Kevin Durant in 12 minutes gave them what they couldn't get in 20, 30 minutes from the rest of their bench. Like those 11 points. Think about how great those 11 points would have looked if that came from anyone. Mc, Jordan Bell, McKinney, Jordan Bell, even Iguodala. Those 11 points would look great coming from any one of them. But where are they going to generate that much offense to come from? Stephen Clay can replicate this performance. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Is Steph and Clay going to be able to do this again? Granted, it can be done. 
It has been done. No, I expect them to do it again. But, but the difference between the Raptors and the Warriors is the Raptors still had a balanced offensive effort. I think they still had six guys in double figures. The biggest which is crazy. Yeah. No, no. And you're always going to get that with um, Toronto. Like, you, it, you thought that they could have been losing. But at the end of the day, like, they could have easily, with Kevin Durant, had 11 points. But you know what? We're down by X amount. This game's a wrap. But they keep fighting back and fighting back. And teams like that, minus this Kyle Lowry thing, <laughs> win, usually are those upset winning the championships. Oh, man. Shout out to Sweet Belt Sun. Uh, Michael Thompson Boulevard lit right now. I lie. Ain't nobody out there. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto was going to be lit right now. Uh, they're Toronto in six. You think so? I don't know. It would have been nice if they played that game in Toronto, though. Yeah. That money stacked tall, but only partially my focus. So compassionate, struggle hard for me to cope with. Do a lot for others, not for credit or to soak in. But to have an impact on direction that they go in. Grounded by the roots, hooked to the soil. Recognize the rumble that we in, yeah, it's royal.